I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sweet setup. What do you make here? Don't worry about it. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Take it home with you. Well, everybody, welcome back to Sauce and Goss. Ryan here. And Fiona here. Yes. <laughs> separated by many distances in whatever numerical value you choose, kilometers, miles, nautical miles. I don't even know how far apart we are in nautical miles because who fucking cares, but because we're not (laughs) sailing the Titanic and we're not going to hit an iceberg. So who even cares, right? How are you starting off like this? (laughs) I don't, I don't know, dude. Do you know what it is? Bam, right out of the gate. (laughs) Do you know what it was, dude? It was because like the other night, I feel like it might have been last night. All my days get mixed up, especially on the weekend, because like that's when I drink the most. Um, yeah, and we'll talk about that later. But someone was listening to like something on TV, and it was like classical sounding music or some shit. And uh, I heard Kate upstairs, and she was like, "You guys watching Titanic?" Because it kind of sounded like the dudes on the deck that are like playing sad fucking wedding songs or whatever. And so uh, it wasn't. But then I started thinking about Titanic again and I was like, God damn it, that door was so big. But anyway, um, oh, there's a dog down here now. What's up, Molson? I just I have friends popping out of all over the place, you know, Um, not Jack Dawson, though, because he sank to the bottom of the ocean because somebody was selfish (laughs) here. (laughs) <laughs> you're having a great time over there with like how dumb i'm being um oh yeah. man are you wearing that office shirt again with with stanley you on? know That's it. so good dude can i ask too like we touched on this back in the days before we had to stay at home and we were like in a studio together and uh and by the way speaking of a studio together if anybody even through skype notices that my audio sounds insanely crisper that is because i am using for the first time on the pod my new microphone and it was very expensive and it sounds delicious and so i sound delicious not that i didn't before but if like if i was a a vanilla frosted cake before now i'm a vanilla frosted cake with like chocolate and shit on top so that's that's a marked difference isn't it um anyway i lost my train of thought so it doesn't matter but oh i remember (laughs) so we'll be able to use this this equipment that i have now when we are able to do this like in the same room again and i remember that last time and i think it was the last pod we did face to face you were wearing that shirt and i meant to ask you where did you get it like did you buy it online from like the official like nbc office store that's a very long uh, tangent for you to go on to uh, to ask me that question. Um, Sorry. I, I saw a Facebook ad from um, the Jim Halpert like, page or whatever, like whatever sponsored post. Um, and then there were a bunch of, <laughs> of different shirts and stuff. So it's not, I, I don't know how uh, legit they are, but it's not the official like 
like well, NBC office or anything. That doesn't matter because it still rips and it's a great yeah. shirt. And Stanley is a low key underrated character too. Yeah. People don't people don't give him enough love. Um speaking of Jim Halpert, really quick before we dig into some serious but still somewhat funny stuff. Um, have you listened to Krasinski's new pod? I haven't yet. Um, Some good news. It it's very like uplifting and cool. Mm-hmm. And he's a didn't great... he host like a prom on it? Yeah, yeah. That's like so he cute. uh he Krasinski is just like he just seems like the coolest dude, you know? Mm-hmm. And um he like he has a very um like chill but at the same time authoritative voice and so like he he is like totally built for podcasting and i'm fired up he's doing it i watched one last night at 4 a.m and um it was very good like he he knows what he's doing and And also he had steve carell on one of the episodes i yeah and i haven't seen that one i have to watch that though Mm -hmm. um and obviously office ladies is really good but um He's also in like probably my favorite commercial I've seen of the last like decade at least. The one from the Super Bowl this year. You, do you know the one I'm talking about where he's in that car that has smart pack? I don't think I watched it. Really? I must have. I don't I don't remember it, but I must have. I just so like, watched like a YouTube video of all the commercials, so I, I feel like I it. showed it to you because like so the the commercial, I can't remember if it's like a Toyota commercial, whatever it is. And he's from Boston, right? And so is Chris Evans, the guy that plays Captain hey, America. Real quick, it's so funny that you don't remember what the commercial was for, like who they're advertising for. It's for a car <laughs> company, and I can't remember which That's one. Hilarious. It doesn't like matter. One job. That's what it, <laughs> it does matter. Yeah. No, it doesn't, though, in this context, because I don't care and I'm not going to buy it anyway. Um, cause I like my car and, uh, yeah. And he, so the whole thing that they're advertising with this new model of probably Toyota is, uh, they'll never sponsor us. Um, is that it's got this new technology called smart park where it will like analyze a space and automatically park the car perfectly in that space. And so, uh, him, Chris Evans, and that one other lady, I can't remember her name. She's in so much goofy stuff. The three of them are all from Boston, right? And, like, they really put on, like, a thick Boston accent. Like, they really accentuated in the commercial. And so Krasinski rolls up, if you haven't seen it, and Evans and this lady are standing there. And they're like, oh, there's trouble. What's going on, Johnny? And he's just like, ah, do you guys mind if I pack here? And they're like, uh, there's no way you can pack in that space, Johnny. There's not enough space. And he's like, ah, don't be crazy. I got smart pack. And they're like, what's <laughs> smart pack? And so he parks the car miraculously into this like little space. And then um, Boston sports legend David Ortiz leans out of one of the upper apartment windows and is like, Hey, you can't park there. And then the lady looks up at him. <laughs> it's my favorite part. She goes, he's got smart park. It's so funny, man. And it's just hilarious listening to him talk in that accent. Like and you too. <laughs> you did a good job. Smart park. It was the <laughs> shit. That was the best commercial mm-hmm. of the Super Bowl. Anyway, 
Um, enough of my silly rambling. I'm just really excited that I have this microphone. I, I want to talk are. so much. We'll, we'll also start off by saying we have some good news, everyone. Um, we're oh, on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us at Sauce and Goss Pod, the same as our Twitter. Um, I will say this. Um, anyone who agrees with me, send us a DM or post a comment. Um, Ryan needs to send me pictures for approval before he posts. Because <laughs> you need to work on that no. avocado toast picture because that did not look good by any means. <laughs> but that but but that's exactly the point is that I want I want it to just look like Kermit's Stop. diarrhea. <laughs> Dude, don't That's say that about like. avocado. You're you're being disrespectful. It's not it's not about avocados, I think. I think I could have taken a very like aesthetically pleasing picture of avocado toast. Um <laughs> but I didn't feel like it. That's the point is that you're I man, that is that's what I'm talking about here. I'm the sauce guy. I'm the one that's the sloppy mess. And that's why in our rip roar and logo, your part of it, the gospel is the sparkly, shiny <laughs> part. Okay. I'm the one that's dripping all over the place, messy. That's the point. Okay. And so you can take a run at my Cotto toast. And I'm just here to say into this beautiful new microphone, I, I fucking don't care. It was delicious too. And if you it's notice- not about the toast. You need you need to work on your angles and your lighting. Maybe no. transfer the toast onto a new piece, like a new a new plate or something. No. And like set it up and like have a nice like mug there and like make it look pretty. I the sauce no, and mug. <laughs> I could have done that. Yeah, that's the only thing you said that I agree with. The rest of it sounds like too much work, and I don't want to be an Instagram model. I don't even want my Cotto to be an Instagram model. So how about that? I'm not going to do that. And as a matter of fact, the next picture I take and post don't you dare. without approval is going to be worse. Don't you dare. And I don't know what it's going to be. You know what it's going to be, dude? I'm just going to take a picture from, from ground eye level of my laundry, my unwashed laundry. That's what no, I'm going to do. Why? Yeah. Because I think it's funny. This? Do you know why? Because it bothers you, and that makes me laugh. That's mean. Okay, I'm gonna change the password and <laughs> Dude, it, it, you, I'm logged in, man. Don't do this. Okay. This is for this is for both of us, okay? And it's for okay. everyone to enjoy. And you know what? Actually, when I took the picture, just in closing, I looked at it and went, "That looks bad," <laughs> and I I can't wait to post it. So I'm fired up that oh you hate God. it. It makes yeah. me so happy. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, okay, moving on. Everyone will be able to tell which one of us is posting a picture. <laughs> That's the point. I love it's that. So clear. You know, like some people like who like have a couple people running one social media page and they always like sign it off like like this is who posted this. We're not gonna need to do that. <laughs> no, and 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 that's good because I I don't really mm-hmm. feel like um distinguishing who's doing what. It it just you know, you know, bro. <laughs> Hashtag Team Cotto. <laughs> but anyway, uh, speaking of, uh, I don't know, ugly. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a bad person. 
Okay, well, I didn't know how to, tri- <laughs> I didn't know how to no, move on. Go ahead. Uh, it is ugly. I agree. With a transition. That was the yes. only thing that I could relate. Um, Donald Trump <laughs> said something funny. <laughs> yeah. He, he did. He, he, I, I don't. I didn't write down any exact quotes because I didn't um, have the energy to to look at them. But basically, he told Americans the other day, um, "Yo, just like try using like like disinfectant like cleaners uh, and ingesting them and see if that kills COVID." And so people did, and now he's saying that it's the media's fault for for publishing his sarcastic comment because he wasn't serious. But like, bro, you said it. So. So, like, I don't know that he actually, like, suggested directly to Americans to do it. I'm pretty sure that he said that, like, something along the lines of the fact that he wondered if there could be testing done. Right. (laughs) and, and, and And he claimed that tests had already been done saying that um, disinfectants would kill it and that he wondered if there was a way to, like, safely ingest disinfectant, which, by the way, and I'm not a scientist, but I know this because I just know it because I'm a person, there isn't. Don't don't stop listening to this podcast. And, of course, like, you're not going to pause it. You're going to listen the whole way through um, because you're not a one percenter. Um, when you're done, don't go over to the desk or the, or the countertop where you keep your, your Purell and drink any of it. Don't do that. But you know who I would suggest, um, offering their test subjects for. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. He, he <laughs> definitely was on the phone to the Las Vegas mayor. Did you check that video out? No, I didn't. I feel yeah. like I got the gist of it. Yeah, I explained it really, really well. Like yeah. I do everything, right? Yeah. And um I'm I'm always crystal clear, you know exactly what I mean. Um yeah, I like when I first saw it, I was on a Zoom chat, which we're gonna dig into those later too. Um I was on a Zoom chat with my friends, and like here's the thing with me, dude. I'm a night owl. Like I even during regular life, um, I can't go to sleep before like 1 a.m. on average. I Like I'm up at night and it's when I have ideas. Uh, it's actually, to be honest, I finished making the logo for this show, which let's be honest, isn't exactly a Da Vinci and piece of art, but it rips anyway because it's, it's us. I finished making it at like 2.35 in the morning. Um, that's just the type of dude I am. I'm such a night owl. And... Um, I was up really late. It was like 1.30 talking to my friends on Zoom chat. And I get a Twitter notification. We happen to just be talking about coronavirus and like how crazy it is in the States. And uh, I see this Twitter notification that says experts denounce Trump's claim that heat, light, and and disinfectants will cure people of coronavirus. And Like they were all like, there's no way that's real. And I was like, dude, it is. I sent them all a link and they were like, I can't believe it. But also I can like, what does he think heat and light? I'm pretty sure he was mixing up his tanning bed for, um, (laughs) for like science. Like, oh, like he, he was like, oh, I feel so great when I get out of this tanning bed. Um, 
for sure this this would probably make covid people feel tremendous really good impression (laughs) it it sort of was it's all all about the hands dude he does that little thing where he like the voice the voice was good there's there's no way that we can (laughs) verify um that that i said that remember that the other day when like um, I can't remember what it was. It wasn't the. It was before the Lysol thing, and he said something the one day, and then the next day, uh, everybody fact checked him, and like he said it in the interview period. It was live on national television. Like everybody on Earth saw it, and he said something, and I can't remember what it was. And the next day, a guy challenges him on it, and he it was probably Jake Tapper, and he's like. He's like, uh, okay, so yesterday, literally, you said this. And he just goes, I never said that. I never said that. You're a bad reporter. Um, you're, uh, this is exactly why we don't have a good relationship with the media here. Uh, your ratings are terrible. He loves attacking people's ratings too. Eh? And it's just like, <laughs> man, remember when he said he was number one on Facebook? I was just like, that's nothing to brag about now, man. Facebook sucks. I've never liked it. <laughs> yeah, you heard you heard it here first, Mark, you prick. Well, you don't have to be mean. I do, dude. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zucker. You know what, dude? Outside of Trump, and, and please don't inject Lysol. Like, in closing with that, and I want your thoughts on it, too. Like, it, it was funny when he said it. It was like, come on, really, man? Infectant? But then it turned immediately not funny because over like a over like a 12 hour period, I think in Virginia, I think this was they had 100 different 911 calls related to people injecting Lysol or drinking bleach. And there were a bunch in other states, too, including New York, which we got to touch on that, too. What's going on in New York right now? But, like, he says stuff, and the dumb people that think he's, like, a political messiah, go and do it. It's like, dude, we can't be having people drinking bleach. Like, what on earth? How How is that, like, a logical... Well, it's just natural selection at that point. Like, you can't feel uh, sorry for them. I agree. <laughs> it's like, man, you can't be over the age of four and drink bleach like you just can't it was one of the first things i ever cognizantly remember learning like my dad was a painter when i was a kid and i don't mean like fucking the sistine chapel i mean like he painted walls and he was good at it and i remember him being like listen man like you can't ever put paint in your mouth or near your eyes or anything like he was like you got because he'd bring me to work with him i loved it and he was like you gotta promise me man like you can't ever do that and i was like okay daddy like it just (laughs) it was so simple and yeah that is how i talked when i was a little kid okay yeah yeah i can hear that it's uh it's crit well okay i don't i don't like how you said that um i love (laughs) i love it though man it's like it was it's unfortunate because people are so dumb and like they took what he said way too literally and it's just like yeah i guess i'll try i've had a bit of a cough i'll try and inject some pure ale it's like you know and i don't know why i chose that voice well you know what we all know why i chose that voice actually but it's just 
it was funny, but then like it turned not funny at all because so many people like drank bleach. It just oh man, come on the guys. The forbidden fruit, no shit. <laughs> oh man, that's so crazy. <laughs> what What do you want to say about New York? Well, man, like New York over the weekend, like there's this giant anti-pandemic protest. <laughs> like there's thousands of people out there like storming the streets and like the police are obviously just trying to contain them to an area and they're like just saying how it's a hoax one guy held up a sign that was that said plandemic, which I thought was <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. It's just like and like the one girl, man, you see stuff like this and you're like, we're doomed, right? There's a girl in the video of it on the news who's like maybe 25 and she's like <laughs> <laughs> I hope this doesn't offend anybody like but this is my this is my interpretation of like a dumb girl. She so she's there with the sign uh and she's like um I just want everybody to know that it's not as deadly as they're making it sound. Um and I think that um you know after doing some research about um the Illuminati and the Freemasons and other secret societies that are running our country. Um, I just think that this is a, a way for them to keep us all enslaved. And I just want to say everyone should go outside. And I was like, oh my God. It's so funny, man. Like, I want you but to not back funny. to this um, podcast and, and hear um, your Trump and your dumb girl voice. Are they pretty good? They're pretty similar. <laughs> they are because like i just take like i don't know how to describe it i just take like all the hard air out of the bottom of my voice and just and just re release it and it's essentially <laughs> gross it's essentially like uh it's essentially like if you were gonna like think about how michael jackson sounded toward the end that's basically like <laughs> that's basically along the lines of what you're impersonating. <laughs> oh God, it's so bad. Kate's over there. Kate's down here, and she just like is fed up with me already with whatever we're talking about. And and you know what? And I'm gonna voice is already. <laughs> I'm gonna get her to come on the pod for a couple minutes too because I mentioned earlier we were talking about Zoom. We'll we'll get to that. She she can she can give us some insight into the um, flaws, if you will, of this very popular app. Um, but yeah, <laughs> people in New York, you got to watch the video, man. Some of the signs are legitimately hilarious. Like they're <laughs> really funny. Um, and if it was like a spoof video, you would be like, oh, that's pretty funny. Um, but it was real. <laughs> but it was real. Also Amazing. like... I was talking to uh, my buddy Rob, his girlfriend, uh, the other night was watching the new Saturday Night Live. And, like, they're trying to, like, do it from home. And she was like, it's really just not working. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't think that show really suits quarantine. I don't know how you pull off a show like that. But they're trying. God bless them, you know. Mm -hmm. I do know. God bless everyone. <laughs> well... Except for the one person. Well, I suppose. He could still bless them, but not really mean it, you know? 
Like, uh, yeah, like, let, let's like do somebody that. you don't like sneezes and like you don't want to be rude, so you're like, bless you. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Even uh, even the people we don't like, bless you, I guess. <laughs> well, you have to say something if someone sneezes. If you don't, you're a psychopath. <laughs> what if, like, speaking of that, and we might we might get we might get a taste of it at some point. I don't know. Then again, this this beautiful new condenser mic is like really crisp and might not pick it up. But um, I don't know. You haven't experienced this yet. But the other night when I was on that Zoom call with my friends. So sometimes my girlfriend just has this urge come over her where, like many of us, she has to sneeze. And <laughs> when she does it, it sort of sounds like if you closed your eyes it sort of sounds like World War II. Um, it sounds like a lot of things are exploding. And also, she never sneezes once. It's always at least six, like, <laughs> big, powerful bursts of air. One time, one time at her apartment, she hit, I think her record is 11, yes? Kate? She's not paying attention. <laughs> your your record of consecutive sneezes is twelve. Twelve. It was that's in- so impressive. <laughs> one time, one time we were um, and I don't know how we got on this subject again, but um, one time we were going through a drive-through. Um, was that in Listowel the time that you sneezed in the middle of ordering, and the girl, the girl on the other end was like, "Wow, was that in Listowel?" <laughs> So we were at home and we went through we went through the drive through and she's like, Yeah, I'll get a large double the just like six loud gunshots out of her nose. And the lady was like, Oh my goodness. Like it was so f- man, when she sneezes, dude, and I was across the room on the Zoom call and she was watching the new Jonas Brothers doc, which uh I'll ask you about that when I get her on because she's going to want to know if you've seen it. But um, she's watching that and she sneezed. And my one buddy goes, was that the dog? And I was like, no, (laughs) it was not. It was Kate, the pro sneezer. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we. (laughs) I love that story. Don't know where it came from. I don't either, dude. What happened? <laughs> you just take us places, and I try to keep up, but sometimes I don't know where you leave me. <laughs> Why do people listen to this? <laughs> don't question it. <laughs> I, I don't. Everyone should listen. Tell people, man. Yep. That's your job. <laughs> really Remember quick. the pyramid scheme? Go yeah, ex- exactly. Really quick. My friend Rachel, who loves the show, um, and she's she's really into that too hot to handle show that you like. <laughs> so I uh, she's very interesting, and I know this will fire her up listening to this because she listens to every epi. Um, she uh, she's a photographer and a really good one, and um, she actually lived in Paris for I think a year or maybe just shy of a year, uh, and and did a bunch of cool shit over there. Um, and I told her, yo, at some point you're going to have to come on the pod. And she was fired up about coming on the pod because she loves it. And so basically that's what that'll look like. Y- you guys can 
discuss whatever it is that too hot to handle is. And, um, and, and we'll talk to her about like, you know, getting into photography, li- what, what living in Paris was like, that kind of thing. It'll be fun. Um, I hate Paris, so that will you, be fun. Have you been there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I thought you were just saying, I hate it just like objectively, <laughs> like nope. some hipster. I was there and it was not a good experience, but I'll save those stories for when we talk to Rachel. Okay, because yeah, I have so much I want to know now. But yeah, well, that's a tease, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we call it. Wink, wink. <laughs> don't say that after I say. Well, the word. I have to. I have to wink at the audience. No, you don't. Not through yeah. a microphone, do you? Yeah. So that that way they know. I disapprove. I wink, like. Well, uh-huh. that was that was worse than what my Cotto picture was. Are you no. gonna uh, are you gonna be available in like ten minutes over there, love, to talk about Zoom? She's, I well, actually, I don't know what she's doing, but she's you know she's been cleaning, just doing cleaning up after me. Um, That's nice. Let's move on. What are, what else are we? Yeah, doing? we can move on to um video game talk. I knew, I knew. I was. I was you want to try that again? That to me? No, I don't. When you sent that to me, I was like. Yo, I'm not going to be able to say this. <laughs> Toxic toxicity. That's what I said. You you said toxicity. Uh, yeah, but I said toxicity. Okay, it doesn't there feel you, right. You, it doesn't you, feel right coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't like the word, I guess. So maybe write that right. down. Maybe write that down as a, you know, episode title. That's hilarious. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> That's actually literally what we're calling the episode. I don't even care unless something better comes up, but that's what we're calling it. Toxicity. It doesn't feel right coming out of my mouth. I love that. We'll see if we stick with that. It's early. Um, yeah, that's, you, that's you hilarious. You say that like four times during an episode. Like, I oh, do. That's, that's what it's going to be. And then it's like never any of the ones that you say. We have good ideas here, guys. Um, anyway, yeah, video game toxicity. Now, Really quickly, if any of you have been watching Crystalia's podcast for a while, and like you know, we all know that I love Daddy. He he's making bags, and his new special is really funny. I laugh so hard every time that like he'll he'll do like a quick impersonation of like I don't know if you're familiar with this band, Fiona, probably not, but um, the band System of a Down, they have a song called Toxicity, and like. Every now and again, just something will remind him of it, and he'll do an impersonation of this of the the bit in it, and it's so funny every time he goes toxicity in our city, in our city. It's makes me laugh every time he does it. Anyway, what I mean by video game toxicity is, so I don't know if many of you out there are gamers. You know, we rip them because we had a list about it recently. Um, I. And, and a lot of people don't understand when I tell them this. Like, listen, I used to be um, really good at online sports games, particularly NHL or to the layperson, Chell. Now, I was good. Um, at one point, I actually cracked the top 100 in online versus play back when I wasn't working in this industry and had lots of free time and was alone. So that's sad. When I did it, I, I had that weird sensation of like, wow, that's cool. And also, Oh my God, I need to make a change. 
Now, <laughs> being as big a sports fan as I am, I still play all the hits, dude. I play. I rip up on Shell. I play FIFA. I've been on a FIFA just tear recently, but I don't enjoy playing online anymore at all. I don't want to do it because people take it way too seriously, way more seriously than I want to take anything other than this ripping podcast. And it's so lame. And it also just takes all the fun out of it. And you know the people I'm talking about. It's the people that, like, I had many years ago, just nothing else to do. And the game is their life. Like, I don't mind watching, like, the Twitch streamer guys that are really good and whatnot. But you'll sign on to a game, and and almost 90% of the time, if you log on to any game, Fortnite, COD, Chell, any of the sports games for sure, there's going to be for sure. There's no way you play more than three games without running into some asshole who just ruins the whole thing. And I'm talking about people that like rage quit and don't even allow you to enjoy playing the game because you score a goal on them two minutes in or like um, the people that will just berate you on a microphone for being for winning a game. And telling you to like kill your family and shit. It's just, I don't understand what it is about video games. I think what it is is for a lot of people that maybe weren't good at like traditional forms of competition like sports. Video games are like, are their way of feeling good at something. And and when that's threatened for half a second, they're, they don't know how to handle the adversity of losing an online game. Mm-hmm. And it that it's so lame to me and um i just can't stand it like i don't want to sign on and score a sick goal and have somebody be like fuck your mother blah 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 it's just like man let's just play the game like when i play i'm i when i used to play online i would just be like oh wow sick goal like because i don't care and like if i get frustrated and i lose a bunch I turn it off and like go eat a sandwich or something. I just go do something else, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's crazy. Well, yeah, it's similar like how people can just like write mean comments and stuff online because like you're not face to face. So, oh, yeah, no repercussions. So you can just be as mean as you want because like you think you're being funny or whatever. But now you're just being lame. It is. And it re- it wrecks everything, dude. Mm-hmm. And like. I used to play a game and like, I don't know, I pop in and out of it every now and again. But uh, like when Destiny came out, I didn't really play the first one because it was a ripoff and a huge disappointment. But I played the second one a lot with my brother. He bought it for me and like it was more of like a bonding thing. This is what ruined it for me, man. So the game, my brother doesn't like sports, which is totally fine. So like I can't ring him up after this and like rip Chell with him. He does not care. Um, and that's cool. So we find other things to bond over like music or, or other video games, but a lot of the games that he and I really like aren't like multiplayer. Right. So I can't play with him and he lives far away. And so as a way of like staying connected and doing something together, we would, we latched on to playing destiny because it's online co-op and you can do shit together. You can experience the adventure together. Right. 
but some parts of the game require you to play with other players and it just sucks all the fun out of it. Like there are things on the game where like it requires you to play like a bunch of online matches with other people a lot to unlock certain things that would be fun to unlock. But like we get like two or three games in and we're like, this experience is not worth it at all. And now we don't play it anymore. And so we're, you know, we're going to find something else to play, but it's just like, it sucks. And and that is kind of the other aspect of the toxicity in our city. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, in, in the gaming industry is, is the companies that make the games. Video games are such a fucking ripoff nowadays. They really, really are. And like, I don't mean to sound like an old guy yelling at the cloud here, but I remember being a kid and like getting a Nintendo 64, getting a GameCube, getting a PlayStation. And like you could you could buy like three games for like under a hundred bucks. Now the games are all like $90 here in Canada with our shit money. Um and uh actually our money rips. It looks really good. Um but it's ridiculous. Like I, I want one of my favorite games is Hitman. I love the Hitman games. the The newest one has been out for like three years. It's still like eighty dollars on the PlayStation Store, and I'm like, do I really want to spend eighty dollars right now? Like, not really. I mean, I just bought this microphone too, but <laughs> like, you know, important. It it's just like a new game comes out and you're like, yeah, I'd love to play that game, but I don't have a hundred dollars really sitting around. I got bills. I got to pay the bills. And it's like, can I get this game? Like, no. And, and the real bummer is that a lot of times now, like game companies are such con artists. They make this game and half of it isn't there. You have to buy like expansion packs for it. And it's like, Jesus Christ, I just gave you $95. And now you're telling me I got to spend another 40 in three months when you finish the expansion pack. Like it fucking sucks. The whole like season pass thing. It's mm-hmm. like, like, this isn't fucking Disneyland. Yeah, I didn't understand dude. it. <laughs> it's not you... Disneyland. Why would I give you 40 more dollars? I just like, did you not finish the game? It doesn't make any sense. It's like if you went to Subway and were just like, I'd like a sandwich. And they were like, okay, cool. Um, give us $20. And then you were like, okay, here's $20 for a fully finished sandwich. And then they gave you a sandwich with just like the cheese and meat on it. And you were like, what the fuck is this? And they were like, oh, um, if you want like sauces or vegetables and shit, that'll be another $6. And you'd be like, but you told me the sandwich was $20 dick and then like that's what it's like being a video gamer now you never know even from like trusted big companies that publish um ubisoft activision ea is the worst like they are a disaster of a company like they even good companies that like have put out good games they shit on people it sucks Like you don't know what you're going to get for sure when you buy a game anymore. And that's why now, like, I don't know about everybody else. I'm sure people watch like reviews and stuff. I watch angry Joe 
and I won't buy a game until like I see that he's talked about it and said, Hey, this game rips because it just sucks that like back in the day I would walk in a store and be like, Oh, spiral the dragon. That looks neat. And I had a, a fun time as a young lad ripping around as spiral the dragon and was very satisfied with my $26 purchase. And now you buy these games and like, don't even get me started on like the pre-orders where it's like, give us $120 for this super exclusive blah, blah, blah. And maybe you get a funky hat with it or something. Um, that shit sucks. And then you get the game and the game blows or it's like glitchy and they have to make a huge patch for it. It's like, that sucks. I don't know what it is about the video game industry, but they're exactly like the potato chip industry. Like we talked about last episode, I fucking open up my game and I put it in there and what's in there, not chips, a bunch of air. And I'm like, fuck, I spent a hundred dollars and I got air neat. I hate well, it. I mean, you need air. So <laughs> yeah, but I didn't, I didn't buy it. with. <laughs> I didn't well, buy so air. We're we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Good for you. It took so long to get on this call. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, you you do that, and I'll uh, I'll just edit this. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back, and uh, no one knows how long that was because I I'm an editing wizard, but that was easily forty minutes. So. Oh my god! <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that was, was like two minutes. I had we to... took a forty-minute break. I ate an entire meal um, <laughs> and prepared it. So, thanks well, for uh, thanks for doing welcome. that. Yeah, and, you and, gotta take your time sometimes. And you, know, I you find a good man. you find a good article, and you just start reading and scrolling through Instagram, which we're on, by the way, at Thoughts and Goss Pod. Dude, uh, we, we are waste on a lot there. of time on. You really can. I love that you took that. I love that you took that time for yourself. Good. Uh, yeah, you, you, you got to do off, that. Like... <laughs> it's your fault that even had to happen because <laughs> you. I know. Slowly getting on this call, and then I was about to go to the bathroom, and then you called me, and I was like, "I can hold it," but um, listen, I couldn't. So. That's unfortunate. That's where we're at. And, and 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 you're partying over there too so good for you um <laughs> yeah you're you're partying it up man now you've broken the seal and that's um that's your mistake <laughs> i'm not drinking anything <laughs> yeah i just want you to know though that i'm not taking a pause like that again so you better be ready to finish this okay finish what you start <laughs> did i actually sound angry there i actually really <laughs> sounded dickish didn't i well you always do so it's hard to tell Wow, you know, wow. my acting chops are just prime this this afternoon slash evening because now it's the evening because of Fiona. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, rip, I rip so hard, dude. Um, OK, so, yeah, I don't we were talking about video game toxicity. I don't know if you've encountered anything like this in playing some of the games you play. But like, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that or, or experiences. No, I don't play to... online games because um, Good. most of them are like shooter games or like for like I and it gives like it gives me such anxiety. I'm so stressed, like playing those types of games because I get nervous that someone's going to shoot me and then I don't know how to aim and then 
I'm just so like the only like online player like 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 internet games I played was Webkins and Club Penguin, <laughs> and everyone was so nice. <laughs> no one was taking it super serious. No, no, of course not. Hey, dude, it's really quick note, and and like you know another thing about f- fucking Facebook. Remember when like Farmville? Like, is it still a thing? Is Farmville? I don't know. Still- I never played it. So I didn't either, like, somebody sent me an invite to it one night, because you know how on Facebook people can invite you to play games on it or whatever? So I'm like, what the hell is Farmville? So I click on it, and I'm like, okay, I have to start a farm or something. I I discover what it is, and I'm like, fuck this, I'm not playing this. Well, I guess the person that invited me to it or whatever, like, weeks later, sends me, like, an angry message that I didn't help them water their crops, on Farmville, like I guess you do people favors on it. And do you know what I did? I fucking blocked that person. That's hilarious. Were you like close with them at all? Not really. It was somebody I knew from high school, and they were just like, Man, like you're supposed to help each other. How come you didn't water my crops? And I was like, Block. Good night. <laughs> Idiot. That's hilarious. Fucking water your crops in the Facebook. You do you remember mom. Poke Wars on Facebook? I do, yeah. I never participated. Like somebody was like, "Oh, I'm in a poke war," and I was just like, "Ah, poke this. How about that?" Uh, I for just, those who, yeah, don't know. He just gave me the middle finger, but not me. That's I didn't his give metaphorical you the, friend. Yeah, I get. Well, I gave it to everybody who fucking participates in poke wars. I, part- get- I, I participated in a few poke wars, um, but that okay. was mostly for the bit, because um, I was trying to annoy someone who has. Uh, no, it was two friends. Um, there was like three of us all poking the same person just to like bother him because he was our friend, and we're like, this would be funny if we like poked him all through class. Um, didn't get much else done that day. Well, that's a uh, riveting story. Thank you for Thank sharing you. that with everybody. Thank you for um, complimenting me about your poke war. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm very appreciative of you, uh, revealing that obviously very private side of your life to all of our listeners who are of course, extremely interested in all of that. And will tell all of their friends based simply on you sharing that to listen to the podcast. So thank you for getting us new listeners with that rip roaring content. Are you done? Um, I don't know. Are you? It's Sunday. I shouldn't be this bad of a person. Yeah. Um, what is, man? Let's, let's move on to cra- <laughs> crashing Zoom calls. Now, really quick, you can see her, but no one else can. Kate's right over here. You're going to have to have a seat over here with me, love, because we're going to chat about something that's that's really, you know what? I've been taking, the, she knocked something over and now she's upset. Um, oh, it was an apple, a half-eaten apple. And now it's ruined. Um, oh my God. Okay. So she, the box that my microphone and new equipment came in, I guess it's like the perfect size for her to send some gifts to her little cousins up North, which is great. She comes over with the dropped apple and I thought she was going to put it in the package, <laughs> but she did. <laughs> How funny would that be to just receive like a cool new toy and then just like, Oh, a rotten apple too. What does this mean? <laughs> so funny. Um, 
Okay, so Zoom. I'm sure loads of people have been using it. I'm sure our listeners have used it for sure to like keep in touch with people. Um, they're they're doing very well during this pandemic. The use of their app has just skyrocketed. Um, the issue, though, that many have encountered, and I've been lucky not to yet, but so. I'm sure for those who are familiar with it, but for those who aren't, you you set up a, a meeting in the app and there's a key with it, like a meeting key that you send to your friends or whoever you want included, right? But there's no like password encrypted security with a lot of it. So a lot of it, a lot of the meetings that you set up unknowingly are public and other people can join them and of course, do fucked up shit. So we saw this recently where there was an NHL player, um, a black NHL player named Keandre Miller, who's a really good player. Um, he was doing like a question and answer thing on the New York Rangers Zoom thing. And some guy like uh, gets in the meeting and in the chat started posting. Well, I'm sure you can imagine what he started posting horrifically racist stuff so this has been happening to people a lot where like people just to be dicks will like log on to your zoom meeting and start like posting like porn and like offensive shit like really bad stuff you know what i mean and people are like what the fuck and whatever so i've yet to have this happen to me but the other night now, I'm sure for anybody out there who enjoys a band called the Jonas Brothers. Jonas? That's how you pronounce it? Oh, my the, God. The Jonas? Yeah. The Jonas Brothers. Um, they have a new concert doc out, um, which follows their initial new album documentary that they did on Amazon. So it's on Amazon. And uh, as a celebratory thing the other night the Jonas Brothers announced that they would be dropping in on fans zoom calls to say hi to them during like a two hour period and so basically the impetus was you would set up a, a, a zoom meeting with a bunch of other people and of course my girlfriend who's literally wearing a Jonas Brothers t-shirt right now she bought two more yesterday she says sets up a meeting and meets a bunch of new people and they're all like hoping. So what you do is you take your meeting ID and you would tweet it or, or, um, or text it to the Jonas brothers. They have like an open phone line that you can text to, but people to try and get their attention as well. were like tweeting it and sharing it on Instagram to them. And so people would grab onto the link that people were sharing on social media and crash their call. And, um, so Kate, if you could just if you could just detail for everybody what happened to your call the other night that you were really excited about. Our first call got hacked mainly because someone tweeted our ID out, even though we had a password set to our thing. The second everyone just put the ID in, we got accepted by the admin. But what happened was once they said they were going live everyone started tweeting out their ID codes and there are losers who like to sit on social media 
and think it's cool to then blast people's Zoom calls with horrendous, unappealing porn, loud, aggressive, unappealing. Rap. No one wants to see 40 year old flub and pubic hair flub. right in my flub. face. Like, give me something to go, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that's something. That that it, saying right there might be part of the title. It's not even like good porn that you're showing me. So why are you showing it? And so yeah, somebody in our group, I think at that time we had 49 people in our chat, and someone tweeted it, and within 30 seconds we had over a hundred people pop into our call. And so we had to drop it. So all of us had spent all day sending that ID out, texting it to them. And that got ruined. So we started a new call and someone had a limited time. And I think we spent four hours. And we had at one point five countries together just through Twitter. Which is obviously really cool now and, and unfortunate because obviously, sadly, the Jonas Brothers did not pop into your call. And maybe if those pricks hadn't have done that, there would there might have been a chance. Like, that just sucks. That's so lame to me, man. Like, um, because it's one thing, like we were talking about the other episode there, where, like, you harass somebody online and it's, like, this personal vendetta you have. Like, that's lame in itself. But this is, like, worse to me because it's, like... Thirteen year old. She was like we had a thirteen year old. Like I, there was a girl from Nova Scotia who's the same age as me. I think we were the oldest, and her thirteen thirteen year old niece was on the call, and then there was like a seventeen year old from Albany, New York. There was like a sixteen year old from Los Angeles. Um, there was like twenty five. Like there was people ranging in all ages, but yeah, like it's stupid and it's just. It's pointless and it's irritating and it's like, what are you trying to prove? Like you I, get to watch the benefit of it. Like, cool. We canceled it and started a new call. Ta-da! That's what I mean. That's why it is lame because like it, it, it's, it's literally just being a dick for no reason and not having any, yeah, like any benefit to it. Like you can't like, why would you go out of your way? Like, it's so lame that people waste time on ruining other people's day in, in any facet. Like, there are people that, like, like there are people, like, that will walk by people on the street and and just say something rude to them just because, like, about their appearance or something. It's so lame. Or, like, have you ever accidentally, you know, like, bumped into somebody at, like, the grocery store or something? Obviously, pre-pandemic. Um, because nobody should be bumping into each other now because we're all supposed to be a billion feet apart. Right. So, uh, follow fucking rules. Um, but you know, like no time ever has anybody ever bumped into me and I go, Hey, watch where you're going, dude. That's never, I can say with utmost confidence. That's never been my reaction. Right. I, I always apologize Keep in mind here, because I'm a good Canadian, and I got bumped into, and I go, hey, sorry, man. Mm -hmm. And it's always all good. And if I happen to bump into somebody not paying attention, I'm always like, dude, sorry about that, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? It sucks. One time, when I was living in London, I bumped into a guy in a Tim Hortons, and he dropped his coffee. This was outside the store. And 
he was totally cool about it. And I was like, dude, I got to buy you another coffee. Like legit. He was like, nah, man, it's like, don't worry about it. I'm like, man, I will not be able to go on with my day if you don't let me buy you a coffee. And he had like a medium and I bought him a giant one. I was just like, man, you get like, I, I, there was a million percent my fault. You gotta let me buy you a coffee, you know, cause a try me good purse. I would never take time out of my day. Like these losers, just bottom of the fish barrel guts, pieces of shit. And, and by the way, if any of you were doing that turn and are listening to this podcast, turn this fucking podcast off right now. This isn't for you, dude. This is for all the cool people. All right. And we're gossing about you now. So get out of here. But like to actually do that, like think about the time and effort it took to like log on. Then you had to go on and log. So you had to log into zoom right now you've got to log on to another app like Twitter or Instagram, which by the way, Hey, we're on Instagram now Pop! and, uh, find one of these IDs. So you actually have to like search like the subject Jonas brothers. So, it's so easy. You just search zoom IDs and it all pops up and you refresh latest every second. So you wouldn't have to like search specifically for like Jonas brothers, party chat they're just sitting there waiting for anyone's to put out a social media zoom id and they'll drop in so these people are sitting there waited preloaded that pre preloaded i like that gross um so yeah just don't do that man like to go to your way to fucking like it's essentially like remember when we were like little kids and like you'd build a snowman and shit at school and then some dick in sixth grade would walk up and kick your snowman over. It was just like, you dick. Like, why did you do that, Steve? I have some post-traumatic stress disorder from um, losing a lot of good snowmen and women. Okay. I was not sexist when I was a kid. I would build snowmen and women. Okay. How about that? Well, did um, you objectify the snow women? No, I didn't. They were, they were, they were a, key part of my snow society and um you know i had i had snow women ceos i had snow women cfos like they were in charge snow women though did you give them like snow titties little little ones yeah i mean i didn't i didn't i didn't pamela anderson them i had to do something i covered them up you know what I mean? What, and then fucking snow? <laughs> no, my scarf. And then fucking Steve comes along and kicks it. Like, it's just so mean, dude, you know? And that's what these Zoom people are doing. They're fucking kicking our snowmen over. And it's not fair, man. My girlfriend was just trying to have a good time. With, and you did. You had a great time hanging out with people. You were chatting. Yeah, you were chatting away with people for like, yeah, four hours. Like, it was, it was probably a lot of fun in that respect. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Like... It was the first time I've been put into a situation with absolutely knowing nobody. Right. Like, I got put into this Twitter group chat because someone tweeted out who wants to talk about happiness continues. So I liked it. And then all of a sudden, five minutes later, I'm in a group chat on Twitter with fans from all over the world. And so, like, whatever. That's cool. You can't see me. Like, when you're on social media, you get to hide behind a screen. But all of a sudden, I'm in a Zoom chat and they're like, it's like six o'clock and we know at seven forty-five we're starting our call. And they're like, Okay, I'm showering, I'm curling my hair, I'm doing my makeup. And I was like, Holy fuck, guys, I don't even think I have time for a shower. 
uh, I will be going au naturel. And like, I just got on the call and it was like the first time I was like comfortable in a position of just being myself and being like, fuck it. We can say whatever we want because we are all the same and we're all here for one purpose. And yeah, our first call got crashed, but there were other people who got crashed by fake Jonas Brothers and that would have given me a fucking panic attack and I would have ended up in a hospital. So now, even though Kate, uh, who I love very much and, and I'm reserved to the fact that she'll never love me more than the Jonas Brothers is, is that, um, she was talking and doing a great endorsement there of her fan interaction with other Jonas heads, but that very well could have just been a description of this show. So thank you for the multi-purpose rundown. This is for everybody except for the Zoom crashers, the 1%, the deciders, and, um, well, Fiona decided last episode, Catholic people. So No, that's not <laughs> Don't say that. I'm I'm joking. I'm actually joking. I'll, re- for the first time ever, retract that statement. That was a joke. <laughs> Just listen to the last epi. But hey, man, you're here. You've already done that. Epi 15? Are you kidding me, dude? How do we keep on fucking finding content locked inside? I want to ask, though, Fee, uh, and and when this is over, you guys need to meet face-to-face because you both love the Jones Brothers and easily could have been getting along on that call uh, pre-porn drops. Um I, so I want to ask you now, because Kate can either discuss it with you or fill you in a little bit. Have you seen the new uh, concert doc? I have not. Um, not on, seen. It's on Prime, right? Yes, it is. I like don't the other have one. Prime. Okay. Did you see the first one? No. Oh, I so you haven't have... seen you haven't seen either of them, eh? No, I don't have Amazon Prime. Get it? Get dude. Do the thirty day free trial. Just do Maybe. the thirty day free trial and watch both of them. Kate, why don't you give her, she hasn't seen either of them, so give her, I've seen the first one because you made me watch it, and I saw it front to back probably three times, which is two times too many for me, because I'm not a fan. I do like their new album, though, I'll say that, their new album bangs. Um, give give Fee, without spoiling anything, a, a brief synopsis and your thoughts on your shared like interest here of these two movies. What What did you think of them? Chasing happiness confirmed a lot of the rumors that we've been sitting on for six years and speculation about things. It opened up a lot of things we didn't know. Um, For the first time in my life, for a split second, I was mad at Nick and Joe and I wanted to hurt them. Like I wanted to punch them (laughs) because I was so mad at what they did to Kevin. It killed me inside that was my least favorite. Well, actually my favorite part because yeah, they were dicks to their brother, man. It was not cool. And, and that's why, and we've discussed this briefly. I'm team Kevin. He's my favorite. Kevin's the only one who's ever interacted with me. So he has a very, very big spot in my heart. Um, but yeah, um, happiness continues follows very much the Jonas Brothers concert experience they released from uh, the Burning Up tour. Concept-wise being like a little behind the scenes and then we go back and we're in for a song and we go behind the scenes and we're back for a song. It's not following them to every show. 
the majority of the footage, I, okay, this is what pisses me off. Between the document being released and the Zoom call happening, some fans have decided to go online and bitch and complain. Um, sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up because you got something. And there are fandoms out there right now who are getting nothing. And they didn't have to do any of this for us. Now, now hold on just a sec. What are people complaining about in relation to the dock? So in relationship to the dock, the dock uh, shows opening night in Miami. A couple clips from the tour. Uh, the majority of the footage is from the Mexico show. And I have speculation as to why that is. Uh, Chicago. And then, oh my God, you get to see this Chicago secret show. And I am so so happy they did that and i'm so happy for all the fans who got into the secret show because like that was insane they did vancouver and then new york and so we did all of that and then it shows a little bit behind the scenes with the stage setup and yeah like it was really cool so they did the five different cities and my feeling is they did mexico city footage the most because it's not a stadium or arena set for a basketball or hockey stadium initially mm. it's set as a soccer so it's a lot wider so they were able to throw more cranes in there and stuff like that and utilize the floor and get a whole more variety and wider aspect of shots in my sense either way who gives a shit it was still amazing shows night after night after night in different cities i don't care where the footage came from if you got to go to the tour at all, now you get to relive your night at the show. If you didn't get to go to tour, now you get to know what we're all talking about for the past year. So now we're all getting to experience it together. And it's so cool to talk about, okay, like now we're back. How are we going to do a show together? What are we going to do? What old songs do we use? What new songs do we use? What songs do fans even resonate with anymore? Like, what do they want to hear? And then, like, it talks about, like, the building of the stage, how it was basically building the Death Star because everything was ramped, everything was curved. And then not just that, but the entire floor was set up because they run through the middle and they have a backstage at the end of the floor. And, like, it's just so cool to be able to see everything that went behind what I got to see live. And then there are fans who are bitching because not only was the show they were at not in the documentary, who cares? They didn't see themselves in the documentary. <laughs> That's a dumb thing to complain about. And like, I mean, I thought you were going to say like people had like a problem with like, I, I don't know, an aspect of how the doc was put together or something, which I guess in theory that is. That's lame, dude. Yeah. And like you said, at least like they're putting stuff out. Like I'm waiting for the new Deftones record and I have no idea when it's going to actually come out because... You know, they were in the middle of recording when this pandemic hit and they're in California. Like at least at least your fan group got to see a movie, let alone I'm just I just want a fucking new album, you know, not a not a I don't need a doc about it, although they should make one because they're very interesting. But yeah, I don't know. Well, thanks for that. I mean, you know, and yeah, you guys, you guys, I feel like are going to be fast jonas fans friend yeah, i'll look into getting that uh, free trial because i definitely want to watch them get just, just get the I've free trial around to it get it. it it's extremely kate's gonna go now but thanks love that was fun i also shout out that you guys are matching um your hat we, and her shirt 
we are matching. Yeah, we we match a lot. So that's mm-hmm. we're just a we're a perfect match. Um, anyway, yeah, it's it's kind of funny. Like, uh, I just fucking think that's so funny though to be like, I didn't appear in the dock. Fuck this band. Like, yeah, is that's it stupid? Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that the whole reason they existed was for you. Oh, sorry, sorry, fucking Mandy or whoever you are. Like, it just. I don't know. Like, oh my god, imagine that. Like being like, pardon me. Did my burp sound more HD through this oh sweet? My god. Was that better? Oh it was. God. It was a bad burp too. Um. No, that's so lame. Like, so the other night buddy of mine uh my buddy rob who will also make an appearance on this podcast like he he uh i don't know if you've seen any of them or like if i've shared them on instagram or whatever he he's doing a, a thing called quarantunes where he's doing a bunch of covers he just did um he just did let's let's dance by david bowie and he killed it he's the guy i talked about we're going to be doing some covers um obviously if i'm involved it's going to be some heavy shit so you might not enjoy that but um it's going to be really really good um we'll have him on too cuz he's a great producer and he sent us a link the other night to uh like a live show um thing for a band we really like every time i die and i remember they had a documentary uh a couple of years ago and and a number of years ago and one of the some of the footage from Toronto was there and I was at that show and I wasn't like even when it was on I wasn't looking for myself I don't give a shit if I make an appearance in the dock I just like cool memory like oh I was there that's that was enough like it was like oh this is neat even if they hadn't included any of the Canadian dates in the dock I wouldn't have been like oh what the fuck every time I die hates Canada now I hate them like <laughs> Imagine being that wrapped up. Oh, well, in life. I will say something cool that happened was um, Scott Hellman posted a, a Instagram photo, um, and I'm in that picture when he was at Rock the Park in London, Ontario, a couple of years ago. Is, who is that? Um, he's a pop singer from Canada. I don't know, Scott Hellman. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm not familiar, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, Rock the not, Park. I, don't, I wouldn't say pop, pop, but like. I don't no, know. no, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Um, Radio friendly. Yeah, check him out. He's good. Um, he's I don't know, he's well known. Um, you'd probably you would recognize some of his songs. I you're right. I probably <laughs> would. Um, I want to ask you really quick before we move on to some of our other subjects here. Um, so I you know we've talked about this before. We sometimes we exchange some ideas, uh, not only related to the show but just in in life in general and you know talk about some shows we we had a nice chat about community recently and i love that show um the other day i sent you a little recommendation on uh, of an artist what did you think of the 1975 i have not listened to it yet of course you have this is <laughs> i'm a surprise. sorry i know i don't know why you're calling me out in front of people i want well there's no one here uh but yeah, you but all are here now you got to check them out. They I are will. such a they are such a good time. Uh, as I describe them to you, they're very chick friendly, and I don't mean that in like a bad derogatory way or something. So calm down. They're they're just they're just a great band. They're very. I just, I just don't feel like I have like the time of day to like set aside to listen to music. <laughs> it's a five minute like 
period where you just are you know, could be doing I, other stuff you could be folding your clothes and just listen to the song uh what's that uh i'm not sure uh, i'm not sure kate kate is asking i don't know if this rip and mike picked that up but um kate is asking if they're the band that said they won't play festivals unless they're paid the same as the female artists that are playing i don't know if that was them i'm i'm not sure um that sounds like something they would do though um they are really cool guys and um i like their singer a lot he's their songs are very poppy very poppy if i could compare them to like an old band because like the 80s are kind of coming back now even when you listen to like the new weekend stuff, it's very like synth happy, very eighties ish. Um, for anyone who's familiar with them, you can totally tell the 1975 are, are, um, inspired by in excess who are one of the best bands ever. Um, they're a very easy listen. And I like their singer because he's very honest a lot of the the songs are about like his own mental health and dating and relationships and different shit like that. I just I know you'll like them. Uh, we love them. The 1975 rip, and I really would love to see them live sometime. Um, if you do get into them and you give my music a chance, um, and I promise they're not screamo. Um, I would highly suggest watching their show uh, if you're bored one night. And again, you don't have to sit and watch the entire thing and be stationary. You can like do it while you do other activities. They have a two-hour activities to do. Is the thing I don't well, do anything. I'm going to play. Well, play chess with someone and just have it on in the background. Then um, they have a, a full two-hour show available on YouTube of them live at the O2 Arena in London. It's full HD and it's spectacular. So if you like the song I sent you, maybe check that out. Um, anyway, you know, Dishin' on Music. They're putting a new album out too. I sent you their new hit single. That's the one I sent you. And it 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 bumps, man. It it makes me in a good mood, you know? I want to dance a little with my new microphone. It's it's the <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> thank thank you for the encouragement. Yeah, do um, it. What dance uh, it up. What else do we have? Um, we had a, an Instagram comment um, saying we should talk about guilty pleasures, which um, is fun. I feel like I'm very open with all of mine because we've already talked about a bunch of them this episode, like my yeah. like, shitty reality TV show that I love to watch, like Too Hot to Handle or Love is Blind. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty open about all the stupid crap I like. <laughs> it's not stupid, though. That's yes, just it. it. It's not, though. Yes, because it you. It's not. You enjoy it, and that's that rips. And and you know, I tease you about it, but like, whatever, man. You like it. Who gives a shit, right? You know. Yeah, but it's. It, I can say that it's terrible. It. I, can still, I agree. I still like it. <laughs> but the fact that it gives you a laugh is is cool. I don't know, man. I have a I have a lot. Like, I I don't because I just have such a like don't give a shit attitude about anything anymore. Um, I don't. I wouldn't classify anything I do as a guilty pleasure because I don't feel guilty about anything. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, so, but back in the day, for sure, when remember I was in like a, a roaring screamo metal band, 
I got really into John Mayer when I was younger. And like back then, me and my friends were all like all heavy all the time. And so when they discovered I was listening to John Mayer, they like mercilessly made fun of me. They were like, man, John Mayer. And I was like, yeah, man, they ri- he rips. And then years later, of course, now that all my friends are really into John Mayer because uh, he he's sick. Greatest. He's for my money right now. He's the best guitar player on earth right now. I've seen him live twice. And oh, man. What a what a talented guy. So that would have counted as a big guilty pleasure for me. Um, the other one, I've mentioned it before, and you don't you're not familiar with the show, I guess, because it was well past your lifetime. But I I secretly at the time loved the OC. I it was the only like it was essentially Kate will remember the OC. Do you remember the OC, dude? Did you like it? I loved the OC. And, and it was just, it was just a thing of like, you would look at me in high school in my like Metallica t-shirt with long hair and never assume that I would watch something so chick flicky. If I can (laughs) say that the OC is basically like a long chick flick. The whole series is just a long chick flick about rich kids in orange County and it's drama. And so, and for some reason, I loved it. And uh, I remember being sick once when I was like 17 and MTV was having a week long OC marathon because the show had just ended and sick on the couch. I watched every single episode over the course of a week. I do remember that. Yeah. Paris Hilton made an appearance on the show. (laughs) So ridiculous. She Paris Hilton. Remember when she like was, a person um i'm pretty sure she still is is she still like doing stuff remember when Par- well, she's still remember, a person remember when paris hilton um tried to be a singer oh huh. you gotta check that i out. don't know anything about paris hilton other than like her little dog yeah her dog is the coolest aspect about her and i hate that because she always carried it around in a purse and that's not a cool thing to do. Mm-mm. You gotta let it walk. <laughs> Except little dogs walking beside people are so funny because, like, their it is. legs like go so fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> an accurate. It's sound like, effect. like you, yeah, I know the sound effect, like when like a skeleton is running on TV, like like on the xylophone. That's what dogs sound like when they're little and they walk. Yeah, I I agree. We should. That's how they recorded the sound effect. Yeah, microphone by a dog. They put they put a little microphone on them and actually had them walk across a little xylophone. That's that's how that was done. I don't know if you know (laughs) that. Um, Yeah, I don't. Those would be the things that flash to memory immediately about guilty pleasures. Because like now, I just don't have any. I don't feel guilty. Mm -hmm. Shit. I was like, well, the first time I watched Gossip Girl was in high school, and I, I took, I that was a secret. I didn't want anyone to know that I was binging this terrible show. And then, and then when I was I liked second it. watch through, I was like, listen, everybody, I'm watching Gossip Girl right now. So if you see me act weird or bitchy, or it's just because I'm channeling my inner Blair Waldorf. Like, heads up. I so. like, I liked <laughs> it's it. So to be good. I haven't I haven't watched the show in its entirety by any means, but a while ago, like pre-pandemic, 
I feel like that's going to be uh, like a marker now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like before Christ and after death. That's that's what we'll refer to now for for the rest of our lives, pre-pandemic and post-pandemic. Except so pre- both would be PP. So shit. Yeah, you're right. What about what about before Corona? So BC, like the other one, and and <laughs> after and, Corona and A after after pandemic. Okay. After Donald. <laughs> Kate threw that over there. Oh, that's so funny. After Donald. Um, that's that's good. Um, pre-pandemic then, um, we were over here because we've been we've been hunkered down at, at Kate's family's house. Um, and everybody's been very accommodating of that because we all just wanted to stick together and not be alone, you know? I don't want to be alone during the pandemic. And when the zombies come, I've got backup. Um her mom was watching Gossip Girl and I sat and watched a couple episodes and was like, this is pretty good. And the only, <laughs> and, and that's what actually turned me on uh, to your suggestion of watching you because it's the same dude. And yeah. Boy, playing the same character, <laughs> playing the exact same character. And, and man, does that guy ever play a creep really well? Right. <laughs> Like he's almost typecast. Sorry for that. Yeah, sorry for that typecast Penn Badgley. Like, let's is see. that his name? And is that his name in real life? Or is that his I think character? so. Is no, his name that's... Penn Badgley? Yeah. Okay. Something like well, that. He, well, he's a brilliant actor, man. Like you it is. <laughs> if you guys haven't checked that out, <laughs> it, it is. Uh, it's a mind fuck, man. It, it is a great show. It's written really well. Kate and I blew through it. Like we really enjoyed it. That's not a guilty pleasure, by the way. Um, no, you should check that out. Is that our is that our mascot in the background that I hear? Oh, you know it, <laughs> Stella is barking away. How <laughs> is before we move on um, to our our last couple bits here? How is her foot? It's fine. She hasn't been lifting in a while, and she's like running around, so it's fine. Like it'll always be like looking swollen, just because the bone is all calloused and all bulby, but. Um, she it doesn't look like she's in pain and then we have like the reserves of painkillers if she does have a bad day that's that's mm-hmm. good news man and and once again gotta take gotta take a second to remind everybody fucking be nice to animals man be nice to your pets and don't adopt pets if you don't think you can properly take care of mm-hmm. them fucking just be nice to animals man they just they just want to hang out with us except for like lions and shit obviously they want to do their own thing but like you know puppies and shit man they and 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 little kitties they just want some love man they just want a place to drink water shit and cuddle up to somebody all right so just be cool to them how about that well said especially the shit <laughs> that's what they want man they just want a comfy place to shit we all have a comfy place to shit so they deserve the same respect okay <laughs> that's a really that's a really uh you know un un or uh, overlooked aspect of our lucky lives we have is that we have just the comfiest place to just go and release all right so <laughs> ew <laughs> Oh my god, ew, Ryan. Ew, ew, David. Ew, David. <laughs> fuck. And yeah, if you're not watching Shit's Creek, get the fuck out of here. It's so good. I'm a little bit Alexis. 
I have so that song. Good. I have it on my phone, and Kate and I play it in the car, and it's so fun. <laughs> la 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 la. It's so much fun. It's so good. Let's wow. move on. Uh, you've got something down here on the list. Yeah, called... I just thought it'd, it'd be funny because I feel like as a girl versus guy, we're gonna have different like like experiences, or even if you know what I'm talking about with this. I um, uh, yeah I do, <laughs> but yeah people are confusing someone being nice to them with flirting, because that happens a lot. <laughs> it does like and, to everyone, and as and I think that it's more. Um and uh, you know what maybe you'll disagree and like you know because I could be wrong because again that's that's part of the appeal of the show we're getting two different aspect views on things, um. I feel personally like it's much more pronounced from the guy's end because like almost everything we do in the presence of, of the opposite sex, I've, I've like for sure heard stories and experienced girls taking almost anything we do as flirting. Like for instance, looking at them or in their general direction, saying a word to them, um, <laughs> interacting with them in any way, shape or form. Like it, it just, and, and not even from the person that you might be like interacting with. I've had like girls that I've dated, like get angry at me that I talked to another girl, like in front of them. And I'm like, but you're right there. What did you think I was going to do? You know what I mean? So for instance, I'm good friends. I was, so my buddy Rob, who I've mentioned numerous times, we're best friends. Um, he's been with his girlfriend, Laura, whose mom is the one that thought that lyric was wintry tomatoes. Um, we you got to listen to the last episode to get that joke. So funnily enough, I was actually friends with Laura before I was friends with Rob. Cause Laura and I are the same age and we were in the same grade together and we met in grade nine. And I think computers class and both had a goofy sense of humor and we became friends. Then later I became friends with Rob. And then a couple years later they started dating. They've been dating for like 12 years now. Um, when are you going to pop the question, Rob? Come on, dude. I shouldn't have said that, um, but I'm going to leave it in there. I was being sarcastic. Um, anyway, so I, I've known Laura for a long time and like have never obviously looked at her in that way. Um, she's, she's my friend, right? And one girl that I dated was so mad because... Uh, it was Rob's birthday or coming up on it. And we were both scheming about getting him something. And I wanted to confirm with her that she wasn't going to get him what I was going to get him, uh, like an album or something. And, um, she texted me at like nine 30 at night, which uh, apparently is an ominous hour to be texting anyone. And, um, my then girlfriend was like, how come, <laughs> how, come, how come Laura's texting you at night? And I was like, are you being serious right now? And she was like, fucking, oh, you just, why don't you just talk to Laura? And she stormed out. And I was like, what? 
you could obviously see the cracks developing in that relationship, but it was just like, dude, I've known Laura for longer than I've like no triple the time I've known or dated you. What are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. And you know what, for, for Rob and Laura, if they listen to this part of the podcast, I think they know who I'm talking about. Um, yeah, just like, you know what I mean? But on the subject of like people mistaking you just being nice with flirting, like, yeah, I've had that where like, you know, back in the day, wherever it was, I was working, you know, you would talk to somebody and like, they would, they would take it as like, oh, like you want to hang out just cause like maybe you laughed at their joke or something. And it's just like, man, I was being polite. I don't actually think you're funny. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I think you're a fucking idiot, but like, and, and they're like, and then like, you know, they'll, they'll add you on Facebook and like message you and stuff. And you're just like, dude, I don't want to talk to you. I was being polite, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to hear about this from your perspective though, because I'm sure being a girl, like me at the bar say like back in the single days, I would never talk to girls at the bar. Like it, that's the worst place to meet the worst women. <laughs> just, I'm sorry, girls. It's just like you're you're falling over and like being like, oh my god, I'm like I'm in second year and I'm here with my friends. Do a shot with us. It's like okay, man. Like you seem fun, I guess. You know what is it like from your perspective though? Like give. Do you have any examples of that where like you thought someone was doing it to you or someone thought you were doing it to them? Yeah. Well, I, I think it stems from uh, like everyone just assuming everyone is attracted to yourself. Probably <laughs> so, like, it's a sense of like, like, yeah. t- like, I, like, I don't, cause like I could say the same thing. It happens to most girls. Like, like, if, like <laughs> I've been on accidental dates because I was like, yeah, I'll just be your friend. Like you're talking to me. Like, sure. I'll, I hang out with you. <laughs> no way. And then, like, like more than once. I don't know if it's my issue or if this has happened to anyone else. <laughs> but one time I was talking to an old, um, like, a, a friend from high school who had graduated and then was, like, back for Christmas break. And then I'm like, yeah, like, we'll, like, grab a drink sometime or, like, go to Tim's or something. Like, catch up. Tell me about your, your time at, at uni. And then, <laughs> like, we go to Tim's and then, like, um, we get our drinks and then we go for like a walk on the beach because there's nothing else to do. And I'm like, this is weird. Oh, <laughs> why no. are we here? <laughs> no. And, and then like he drives me home and then at the end he's like, yeah, like I don't go on like a lot of dates. And I'm like, why are you telling me this? Why is that relevant? Like, okay. And then and then I went home and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> now. <laughs> now now wait for a sec because that's actually not as bad as i thought it was gonna turn out because i I have another one well i thought i can't wait because i thought you were gonna tell me that whilst walking on the beach he he maybe tried the old lean in no okay so you you dodged that bullet yeah oh my christ can you imagine how awkward. I've never had that happen to me where like there was like a weird miscommunicated <laughs> desire 
and and a girl like tried to or me the other way like that would be so awkward god could you imagine my heart is sinking through my stomach <laughs> thinking about how awkward that would be <laughs> like it didn't seem awkward in the moment and then i, I came home and i texted my friend i was like um what happened <laughs> she's like yeah that was a date and i'm like Shh, okay well wow. <laughs> oops <laughs> oopsie and then another time i i was moving into um it was second year um uh must have been no no it was it was right after first year of college i was moving into a house um because i was working at the radio station at the college over the summer and then um uh someone else who um was also working at the radio station lived like five six houses down from me and then i i text and then like i was getting to like know and like be friends with everyone in the and the program, or, well, they were, like, not in my program, but they were working with me that summer. And then I was like, oh, like, if you're around, can you help my dad, like, bring in some of this furniture? And he's like, oh, yeah, also this guy um, that we also work with is here. He can help, too. And then I was like, thanks. Like, I, I owe you guys something, like, sometime for, like, bringing in this furniture. And then, like, he, like, texts me, like, a few days later, like, oh, like, you still <laughs> owe me for, like, helping you move in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, just, like, let me know what. And he's like, oh, let's go to the movie sometime. And I'm like... Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm like um, well maybe worst. like I'm going I'm going home this weekend but like we'll hang out sometime sure. And then and then, he, and then he gives me like three different times for like what movie time would work for me and I'm like oh, sure like I just want to be friends with everyone I'm working with this summer and then I tell my friend who worked with all of us and she's like no like he's not that's not a date like he just wants to be friends with me I'm like okay good then I'll say yes. Bad and, advice. Then, and then apparently <laughs> I'm the bitch <laughs> for like not being enthusiastic about this date that I didn't know that it was. <laughs> that's so that's so awkward. Dude. Yeah, like other people like that he talked to that I was friends with like told me and I'm like, listen. <laughs> that's the worst. I was just being nice. <laughs> now that's so awkward. Oh my god. Okay, I, I've I've been handed a note here, a late breaking news that dinner's ready. Am I almost done? And and I guess the answer will be yes. But before we do that, <laughs> you you inform me that you have another bad roommate story, and yeah. I would like you to regale all of our listeners, uh, and me, uh, with this latest bad roommate tale. Three, two, one, you. Okay, yeah. So this is my friend. Um, she was living in an apartment in London. She just got like finished all her schoolwork, so she's moving back. But she um had to get a roommate, um, two bedroom apartment, and her roommate's taking over the lease. Um, and, and like there's there's a whole lot of stories over like the the year and a half of them living together. But and like she's a terrible terrible roommate. It's really funny. But I'll just get into this last bit. Um, so I guess uh, my friend told um, Becca is her name that she's moving out like yesterday um, to like make sure like all of her dishes because like she had the like it's all of her furniture and stuff um, in the apartment she's like make sure like the towels and like dishes are clean so like I can just pack them up please and then um, so they were not they were all disgusting um, she spent an hour washing the dishes um, ended up leaving all of her pots and pans there because they're so gross that she can clean them so she's like fine Beck. i guess you can just like keep the stuff that you ruined and wow. the, to the towels weren't um 
uh, even washable, some of them. Some, she found some clothes shoved in the corner by the fridge, hard as a rock, which is disgusting. How did... oh. <laughs> and um, there are like other like, like towels and like clothing behind the couch and a bra for some reason. <laughs> oh no. Probably from and a, so, yeah. probably from a spicy, not date night. Right. Yeah, probably. So Ooh. it's just really funny that she's like, Hey, like, can you please just like respect my stuff that I'm like taking with me tomorrow? And then they're all just like ruined and like disgusting. <laughs> that. That's so fucked, man. I don't know what that. That's so weird. I I don't. I don't really have much to say. <laughs> Partly because dinner's ready and I'm humongous. I know you want to go. <laughs> and I need to fill this void of sadness. But um, also, I just don't even know what to how where to start there. That's so crazy, man. Like, just don't don't do that. Like, you know, I'll tell you a quick story about. Not roommates, but te- takeover tenants, if you will. My best friend Rob and I lived together in London the year I went to school there. And uh, we waited till like the last minute to find a place. So we ended up living in this dumpster. And uh, funnily enough, years later, it burnt to the ground. Anyway, um, we it was such a fire hazard, you know. We were living in this essentially... a fucking little broom closet of an apartment and uh the year's over and we we our our lease was till june and we're done in april i wanted to go home and so we leave and we we find these guys to sublet the last three months of the lease we're like hey no big deal right these guys move in paid the first month didn't pay the second and so we were on the hook for that eventually and then the third month they were there uh our at the time landlord who was a complete loser i mean hey his name was bart uh kicked them out but like we went over there to try and collect and they both weren't there and this guy's scummy girlfriend was in our apartment we're like hey listen man these guys fucking owe us money and she's like, yeah, I'm not surprised, blah, blah. We look in the apartment, and it's like a completely different world. We left them my mom's old couch because she gave us this old brown pull-out couch. And my mom was like, I don't want it back. Like, we don't have anywhere to put it. Whatever. We leave it there. It's, like, destroyed. They've got two bunny rabbits, which seems to be a theme with our roommates. They've got these two bunny rabbits. It smells horrible in the apartment. And they've got the one guy has a Vespa. And we're like, this guy's got a fucking Vespa and he can't pay us the rent. We were going to steal it. We were going to take it, (laughs) but we didn't. So what we ended up doing was the other thing we left them, Rob and I bought like one of the first, you know, the first HD TVs and they were like really thick um, from the front to the back still because they didn't have the technology yet to make it all skinny. We bought a used one from this family for like 400 bucks and it worked great. It, It it served its purpose for us. We're like, we'll, we'll leave this here for them too. Well, I had my truck and we're like, we're taking the TV to send a message. And so we took the TV uh, and then I was like, what am I going to do with this TV? So we ended up just breaking it. Um, <laughs> but we took it and then we took some other stuff too that we had left there. And we were just like, what the fuck? Never heard from them. And so we had to pay the rent, even though we weren't living there, which pissed me off. And then uh, the third month, Bart went over there and 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 had them like evicted. 
Um, it was so ridiculous, man. Like just God, people are real pieces of shit, you know? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's hilarious. You just broke it and like, didn't try to sell it. Nope. We just, we just decided we break. Cause we both had a TV of our own by that point when we left. Um, my mom actually gave me her old TV, uh, which I still have in the background there. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man, people are weird and God roommates. What is it about roommates? You know, I was lucky. I had a great roommate and obviously my current roommate, Kate rips, but, um, fucking roommates, you know, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, how about that? What a great, uh, little epi here. We had some fun. Sorry. I was late and, and made you take a 40 minute bathroom break halfway through the pod really apologize about that. It was actually like less than a minute. So, okay. So that you're, you keep doing the show with me, obviously. Um, and for the people, man, Hey, and, and for you people freaking spread the word, dude, we, we love it. We, we appreciate you sharing us. We're now on Instagram and, and, uh, Fiona will detail that. But as, as far as listening to this rip roaring show, you can find us everywhere, dude. All the best places. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Hey, we're on CastBox, too, where we host our files. You can go there and listen as well. Subscribe. Tell tell somebody else to subscribe and listen. We appreciate it. And you can follow what we're getting up to on social media, too. Can't they, Fee? They sure can. We're on Twitter and Instagram, both at Sauce and Goss Pod. Um, on Instagram, you'll see Ryan's terrible pictures and my um, attempt at making it nice and aesthetic, but we'll see who wins that battle. We're also on Facebook at Sauce and Goss, and you can email us at sauceandgoss at gmail.com. You sure can. That's a lot of places to find and interact with us. We would love it if you continued to do so. We had some good suggestions for this show. Hey, Coming up this week, like I teased last time, our friend and OG fan, Kara Smith, really talented country singer-songwriter. She's got an album coming out soon. She is going to join us on the pod, and it is going to be a rip-roaring good time like every single second of Sauce and Goss. We appreciate you listening to us and interacting with us, man. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Oh. Boom. Nailed it. Thanks for listening, guys. Mm-hmm.